Man. Sorry, I wasn't recording, so. Okay. So when you look um, in the dictionary um, for the definition of shepherd, it says that um, a shepherd is one who tends, herds, feeds, or guard flocks of sheep. For me, what really stood out was the word tend. Like, what does it mean to tend to people? What does it mean? So when you look at the relationship between um, a shepherd and a sheep, the shepherd at, at any point in time knows the states and the condition of each of you know the sheep he knows um who is struggling he knows um who needs to eat more he knows um who needs to sleep more he knows the states of each and every one of you know the sheep that he's taking care of and that's because they have this relationship he spends a lot of time with the flock and um how would the pastor or how would you know like a church a ministry also knows so much about its people and the only way is you know for them to for, for there to be a relationship and i believe that this kind of relationship is not something that you can just foster you know from the pulpit you know when you're at the pulpit there's like a wide um gap between you and the people and i believe one of the ways to bridge that gap or one of the ways to you know foster that relationship is through visitation I once watched a video on um a sh on sheep and you know a shepherd that the relationship between them and in the video that the, um, there were like there were other people who came it, it was just trying to show that sheep attend to the voice of, of their shepherd and not strangers and so there were strangers who came and then they would call to the sheep but the sheep didn't did not respond they did not turn an eye they didn't they were just doing what they were doing they didn't move but as soon as um the shepherd the one who takes care of them came and he he just whistled and all of them turned out it's it was just it was wonderful i wish i had seen that video so that i could share with all of you but i thought that was very interesting in depicting you know how like the relationship between the sheep and the shepherd so this evening, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how important um, visitation is and how that can help, you know, foster that kind of relationship, the, the, the relationship that's between um, a shepherd and a sheep, how visitation can help um, us to have that same kind of relationship. Amen. So there are a number of excuses why, um, you know, people feel that visitation is, um, is, is not important these days one is people are not even interested but is that is that true i mean there are people who wouldn't want to be visited but there are a lot of people who would appreciate you know being visited and we'll, we'll talk about that um as we go through as 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 i go through the um the teachings we we'll talk about the kind of people who would appreciate um you know a visit from a pastor or so when i say visitation I, it's it's not just um it's not just the pastor i'm not talking about just the pastor i'm talking about you know the church as a whole the the the, the pastor cannot do it alone it's it's just impossible especially if you have you know a big ministry you have a lot of people thousands of people it's just not possible for the pastor to visit every single person Although I believe that the pastor should be part of that ministry, the visitation ministry, 
it, it shouldn't be limited to just the pastor. You know, the pastor should have a team of of ministers who are who are who attend to you know visitation. And I mean, we see that Jesus did same when we look at um Luke chapter nine. Jesus called the twelve disciples and he sends them out to preach. And then when you look at Luke chapter 10, he sends another 70. So Jesus, even though Jesus was also preaching and doing all of that, he had people, he had his disciples. He, he sent another 70 who were, you know, helping him in, in doing his work. And so visitation is not limited to just the pastor. And so this evening, I'm not talking to just pastors. I'm talking to every single person here. And I pray that by the time that we are done, you would um, have a reason to, you know, to be part of visitation ministry. You would want to visit um, people um, as part of, you know, um, um, our ministry. Amen. So, like I said, there are a lot of, um, you know, reasons why people wouldn't want to visit. Um, some would say others don't appreciate it. Some would also say that um, the pastor is too busy. The pastor is busy, you know, preparing sermons and, um, you know, doing attending to other things. But um, visitation is very important. It's, it's as important as preparing your sermon. You know, what's, what's the point in having a good sermon, you know, um, being organized and everything and not having the people to preach the sermon to? And so I believe that's, that there is a place for visitation. And I want us to go into the Bible to see um, some of the biblical, um, you know, reasons to visit um, people. And which better way to, you know, to do this than to see how Jesus did it. So Jesus is like our role model. He's the one that we all look up to. He's our master. And, um, and so whatever he did, we know that it is good for us to also um, emulate so when you look at Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42, I'm not going to read it, but um, this talks about um, when Jesus visited Mary and Martha. This is a very popular story. Um, Jesus visited Mary and Martha. Martha was busy in the kitchen and Mary was, you know, sitting at Jesus's feet, just listening to what Jesus was saying. And so right from there, we see that, you know, it's, it's good to visit people. Jesus did visit and so we should also visit people. And um, when we also look at Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 10, and this is the story um, about Zacchaeus, how um, Jesus was, you know, preaching and then Zacchaeus ran up to the tree because he was short. He couldn't, you know, he wanted to be able to see Jesus. And then Jesus, you know, out with all the crowd and everybody there, he was like, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm going to be, I'm going to be visiting your house today. And Zacchaeus, you know, came down. He was excited, and then he he welcomed Jesus. I want to, I want us to read um, a part in the Bible. So Luke chapter nineteen. Luke chapter nineteen, verses one to ten. But I'm not, I'm not going to start from the beginning. I just want to read the last part. So verse 8 to 10, Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord, See, Lord, I am giving half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone out of anything, I will give back four times as much. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this household because, 
because he too is a spiritual son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. It's amazing how um, profound Jesus' visit was. You know, I, the Bible doesn't tell us what message um, he preached to Zacchaeus, but we do see the impact. So we do see the effects. Zacchaeus was somebody that a lot of people didn't like. He was a tax collector. Um, he, you know, he became rich through through that means. And so a lot of people didn't like him. I mean, who, who wants their money to be taken, right? And he was cheating the people. And see what he said to Jesus. He says that I am giving half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone out of anything, I will give back four times as much. See, see such an impact, you know, that Jesus had on him just because Jesus visited his house. And so let's not take visitation lightly. You never know the kind of impact that you're going to have on the people that you're going to visit. It could, it, it could be, um, you know, something like this, like Zacchaeus being saved. And, and it didn't just stop there, right? He was going to give half of his possessions to the people. And anybody he had cheated, he was going to reinvest four times so um let's not take lightly um the station we should try as much as possible to visit people amen and then when you read um acts chapter 10 um there's also the story of um cornelius how um he was praying and then in a vision um an angel came to him and then asked him to um call for peter and then um, when, when you read more, um, Peter was also, you know, praying. And then in a vision, he was also told to go visit um, Cornelius. Um, it, the, 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 um, you know, the angel could have easily told Cornelius to go to um, Peter's house or go to the church and be preached to. But he specifically asked that Cornelius call for Peter to his house. And when you read, you see, um, you know, you, you can tell um, the impact of um, Peter's visit. He didn't just touch Cornelius. Cornelius wasn't the only person who was impacted because um, Peter visited. It was the whole household. All of them came under the influence of the Holy Spirit when Peter was preaching to them. And so it's, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, if, if, if you visited somebody just one person you know a member of your flock and you visited that one person a lot i mean most of us live with other people either their wives their husbands their children um their neighbors who knows so once she visits you it's it's opens an opportunity for you to talk to other people right you're not just ministering to just that one person but you get to minister to the whole family so in the same way that um peter was able to minister to the entire household that very i don't know how many people were there but um when you read it seems like there were a lot of people and all of them were um affected by um peter's message and so that's that's another reason why we should visit people or i mean we see from you know from 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 um the bible that visitation is important um another text that i want us to read is James chapter 1 verse 27. James 1 27. So here James is going to tell us what um, a pure religion is. 
So he says that a pure and unblemished religion, as it is expressed in outward acts, in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit and look after the fatherless and the widows in their distress, and to keep oneself uncontaminated by the world. To visit and look after the fatherless and the widows in their distress. So right here we see what you know, pure religion is. It's not just um, being at the pulpit and then preaching. It's it's more than that. You need to visit. You need to go out there and visit the people. And right here it tells us the kind of people that we should be visiting. It says the fatherless and then the widows. So the, the orphans. And then the, and these are people who, you know, they don't have anybody orphans. So it means that their parents are dead. Widow means, you know, the husband is not. So it could be either widow or the widower. So your husband is not around or your spouse is not around. So these people are people who need, they need, they need to know that other people care about them. They need to know that they are not alone in this world. They need to know that you know, they are also important, right? They need to know that they are not alone and that somebody is thinking about them. Somebody is praying for them. And so this is one of the ways that we can reach out to other people. We can reach out, you know, to the widows and the fatherless. Usually these people might not even want to come to church, right? When when somebody suffers a loss of this magnitude, usually they are, you know, they are depressed. They are sad. They just want to be by themselves. And so one way that we could reach out to them, one way we could bring them out of their shell is to go to them, visit them, talk to them, give them hope. Let them know that they are not alone. We are thinking about them. We are praying for them. And then that way minister to them and, you know, just bring them out of that depression or distress or um, whatever emotions they may be feeling. Amen. So from this passage, we've seen in the, in, in the beginning, I was talking about how um, people give the excuse that, you know, some people don't want to be visited. But from here, we've seen two people, two kinds of people who would love to be visited. So the widows and then the fatherless. And then from uh, Matthew chapter 25, you're going to see another set of people that we can visit. Matthew chapter 25, verse... 43 this is jesus speaking whenever jesus is speaking you need to like really pay attention so matthew chapter 25 verse 43 okay let me read from 41 then he will say to those on his left leave me you cursed ones into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels for I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. Naked and you did not clothe me. And this is the part where I want us to pay attention to. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me with help and ministering care. Amen. And so here we see two, two more people, two more um, or two kinds of people. The sick and those in prison so usually people who are sick um you know they are they can't come to church they are sick some would be in the hospital some would be home some would be um in in hospice you know so 
Um, these are kind. These are the people that we need to visit. These are people who need care. These are people who need to hear the word, because sometimes they can't even read the word on their own. Sometimes they are without hope. They feel that this is the end for me. There is nothing else for me in this world. You know, such people need. They need that human touch. They need us to come visit them. They need us to show them that all hope is not lost they need us to let them know that you know they are loved you know such people are usually discouraged and those in prison they are usually forgotten some don't um don't even have you know their family members visiting them anymore they are just you know they're just left left for dead in the prison nobody cares about them anymore these are people that we can minister to there are a lot of stories about people who have you know given their lives to christ in prison and that's because somebody spends their time to go there to share the word with them to let them know that they are not forgotten to let them know that you know they are still human just because you are in prison it, it doesn't make you less of a human being right jesus still loves these people he loves everybody it doesn't matter whether you are a free man whether you're in the prison Jesus loves everybody. And so we ought to also love these people. Show them that they matter. Show them that we care about them. Show them that just because you are sick, just because you can't come to, you know, the church doesn't mean you can't hear the word, right? So these are people we need to visit. Go, go to them with the word. There were a lot of times where Jesus went to people with the word. He, it, it wasn't... He wasn't always waiting, right? He wasn't always um, in the synagogue waiting for people to come for, he, for him to preach to them. He was visiting people. He was taking the word to the people. So it's very important that we also do same, that we go visit the sick and those who are in prison. Amen. And as we do that, we give them, we give them a reason to live and then we give them hope, which is very important. Amen. So, so far, I've given us four people that we can visit, right? Um, I mentioned the sick, those in prison, and then I mentioned um, the widow and then the fatherless. The other group of people that um, we can visit or we should visit are um, those who miss service. So, um, there are times where, you know, that maybe there's somebody who, who has been coming to church, has been coming, to, and then all of a sudden, they, they are not coming anymore. They miss one service, they miss two service, and then three service. As, you know, as a pastor or as somebody who is part of the church, it's it, this should be important to you, right? It should be at the, at the forefront of your, your mind that, oh, this person was coming to church and they are not coming anymore. There's a need for you to visit them. Sometimes a phone call is not enough, right? You need to go there, visit the person, find out what is going on. Let the person know that um, I, I see that you are not coming to church. I see that you missed service last week. I see that you missed service two weeks ago. What is going on? Is, is something that matter? Um, can I help you with anything? You know, people people like to feel important. People like to 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 feel that's you know they are important they matter right and so just you know the pastor taking time you know to go visit such a person even if the person had decided that he wasn't going to come to church again for whatever reason just because the pastor took the time to you know follow up on them to come visit them it's just enough right they feel special they, they go like wow pastor came to visit me 
wow pastor did see that i didn't come to church wow i do matter you know these these are things that are very important to people it's 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 important that you know we, we you don't say that um you know okay it's just one person so i mean i can just let him go or i can let her go no um my my husband has always been saying pastor robert has always been saying um he has this phrase a soul is a soul right so it doesn't matter who it is whether male female whether it's just one a soul is a soul and it's important to god and so we need to learn to follow up on people who you know were once coming to church but have, are not coming anymore it's important to visit such people find out why they are not coming is there a need that we can minister to what is it has, has somebody offended them are they um you know are they in some kind of pain are they in some kind of distress what is this why are they not coming to church anymore it's important for us to follow up and find out why they are not coming and not just leave them to be amen another um set of people that we can visit are those who visit you know for just there are people who just visit right they come they visit they have no intention of staying they just come and visit but, it, but it's still important to you know follow up on such people because you never know sometimes um just going to visit that person would make them go like oh wow i am important to these people these people really do want me in their church and that's how you want everybody to feel right as a pastor as um part of the visitation um ministry you want people to feel important it's it's very important relationships matter relationships are everything and so if somebody comes to your church just once and you know you you follow up on them you find out oh did you like our service what is it that you liked about the service um would you come visit us again just anything sometimes just going to visit them would you know bring up other other things other discussions and so it's very important that we visit um these kind of people to make them feel special make them feel heard and um who knows they just might come again and again and again and then finally they would stay amen there's another group of people that we need um to visit and this are the those who have um gone wayward or backslidden so there are some churches where um when somebody you know they catch somebody in sin or something they will just stand at the pulpit and you know call the person out or that day the pastor will use it you know as a sermon and then preach but um i mean it is an easy way right it is an easy way to um to rebuke the person but is it effective is it effective if 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 instead of doing that if instead of standing at the pulpit and calling out the person saying if you would visit and talk to that person the um two weeks ago pastor steve talked about rebuking and then correction right so this is one way by visiting them that that is you know a perfect time for you to you know rebuke them nobody likes to be rebuked in the open usually when you do that people are not even you know responsive if you did that at the purpose the person you know might be embarrassed the person might be you know angry and decide not to come to church anymore but if you took time to visit the person and then let them know that um this is what you did this is what the word of god says and this is you know this is how to go about it so you rebuke the person and then you correct 
the person that way the person feels like oh you care about me you know you you, you don't you are not here to just you know to embarrass me you're not just here to shame me but you really care about my soul you really care about me you really want to you know help me get it right so if you visited such a person the person would be you know like more receptive more receptive to the correction the person would want to listen to you and um and you know the person would want to come back to church instead of if you had done this at the pulpits and they would have just been ashamed embarrassed and go like you know these people don't care about me and then just leave it's it's, it's as happening in a lot of churches when you speak to people when you meet people you are witnessing to people they go like mm, i've been burned by so many churches i don't want to go back to church right so it's you you could you could not just lose the person from you know your church but you could actually get the person to a point where they don't want to even go to church anymore and as a shepherd that's not what you want you know you want to be bringing more people into the um into the sheepfold you don't want to be sending people out and so it's it's important that we visit you know such people also amen and then lastly i want to talk about um just you know building relationships it's you it's just not possible right to build relationship from from the pulpits it's it's just not possible if, if you are a pastor and you want to have that um human touch with the people you want the people to love you you want the people to trust you you want the people to respect you you want the people to um know you one of the ways that's you know you can have that is through visitation there are certain things that i don't know about you but there are certain things you didn't you know you never say it's on the phone. Sometimes when you're talking to the person, you go like, you know what? I need to see you face to face to tell you this thing. So there are certain things that you would never tell somebody on the phone. There are certain things that you would never, you know, put in an email. And um, I mean, these are all a lot of ways that people try to reach um, others in the church through phone calls, through emails, through text messages. But it's not enough. Right, so nothing can take the place of that face-to-face -face interaction where you actually visit the person. You you know you share laughter, you share meals, and usually more people are receptive. Like when you come visit them, and then you know there's that human interaction, they are more willing you know to open up, tell you what is going on in their lives, and you as a pastor, you are in a better position to minister to them. You are able to know you know, where my people stand, um, what is going on in their lives? How can I better help them? You know, how can I um, reach them? How can I, you know, it, it, it just helps foster that good relationship between you, the pastor and the people. Amen. And so it's, it's really important that you don't, you know, keep away from the people, just preach from the pulpits, but go out there, go to their homes see where they live you know just know them know their families know what takes them and and that way you'd you'd be in a better position to you know to minister to them amen and i believe that when you do that it's the people also get to know you right they they get to know your heart they get to know that wow this um pastor um is 
you know, like they get to see that human side of you, right? Because when you're always at the pulpit, that's that's very different. They they don't get to see who you really are. They don't get to know um your likes. They don't get to know you know what makes you laugh. But when you get when you visit people, they also so it's a two way um affair, right? You get to know them more, and then they also get to know you more. And through that, I I believe that that would also um results in loyalty when people know you and people trust you they tend to be more loyal to you amen so um this is this is where i want to end um my um discussion on um visitation and um i, I was hoping that we could use the second half for prayer since the whole of this week we are um, doing fasting and prayers but before i end i want to um go back like retreats what's um what i've been saying so what i'm um in in the nutshell what i'm saying is the ministry of visitation is very important we shouldn't leave it to just the pastor because the pastor cannot do it alone it's um it's very tedious for just the pastor to do it and so it's something that everybody in the church should should want to be a part of right and who are the people that we should be visiting? We've, we've seen from the Bible the, the kind of people that we can visit. Those in prison, those who are sick, um, the fatherless, the widow, um, the backslidden, um, those who have missed service. It doesn't have to, you, you shouldn't wait for them to miss, you know, so many, you know, services. Just one. If the person misses just one, it's... It's, it's a good enough reason to, you know, check up on the person to find out what is going on. Why didn't you come to church? Is anything the matter? Can I help you with anything? Are you facing, you know, any struggles that I can help with? And um, we've, we've learned that, um, you know, when you visit people, you, you are in a better, you know, position to know them. And they are also in a better position to know you. And it fosters, you know, a relationship that is, that goes beyond um, just, you know, transactional relationship. It becomes rich and meaningful. And that way you are able to minister more to them. Amen. I hope we have all learned something today. And um, based on what we've learned today, we would all be more willing to visit um, others or to be engaged in the visitation ministry. Amen.